Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu on Kaya FM, home of the Afropolitan. Now, a stock fall is a traditional savings scheme that's usually held between a group of people that are either family or friends in a community or church group. These individuals pool their money every month, and after a certain period, each person in the group gets the lump sum of money in that pool, and it rotates. Over the years, Stockfelds have moved beyond small communities. They're now commercial bank savings products. FNB recently hosted a webinar on Stockfelds looking at their growth, even during this time of COVID-19. Safiso Nkosi from FNB joins me now to discuss this further. Safiso, thank you very much for your time this evening. Thank you for having me, Sumitra. It's rather interesting that Stockfelds are still showing growth during this time. What do you think is behind that? It's been such uh, an interesting finding to see how Stockfell groups have been growing across the country. I think we've all seen firsthand what the impact of COVID-19 as a pandemic has had, not only on the global economy, but also in South Africa. We've seen businesses shut down. We've seen the income of uh, normal working people being affected. But it seems like the Stockfell market is weathering the storm. It's centered around the principle of trust and moving forward towards um, the same financial goal as the group. And it seems like now more than ever, groups are remaining committed to achieving those financial goals, despite the very tough economic conditions we find ourselves in. So, Pisa, how has, um, how has the traditional stock file changed over the years? Because now you can have a stock file within a bank. How has that changed over the years? I think looking back to when stock started, it was a form of survival where caregivers had to make sure that they put their heads together to cater towards their family needs. So it was based on survival, and that's why we find that the most popular types of stock files are your burial societies, because we had to make sure that should the unfortunate event of a death happen in the family, then um, we want to be able to give the family a, a, a good send-off. They then evolved to buying groceries, for example, annually, so grocery stock files remain very big, as well as saving stock files where money is dispersed at a certain time in the year to make sure that there's more cash flow. So you can think of times like December, um, holidays and planning for the festive season, paying off school fees in January or the Easter period where a lot of South Africans travel. Now, the debate has always been should stock files only focus on consumption? And I think the developments we've seen recently uh, point to the fact that no, stock file groups have been evolving and now they're moving more towards your investments where you look at what other asset classes can stock files invest in? And that's how you see the rise in your property stock files that buy properties and then have cash generating mm-hmm. assets, or even your um, investor stock files that then decide to put money together and buy a percentage of a business and make sure that this wealth can then be passed on from one generation to the next. It's, you know, it's interesting when I look back and I think about stock files, it's usually, you know, the old. Um, the older the go-go's, uh, the mums and pups that would usually put away these savings. And it's usually, you know, they had something that they actually wanted to um, get after a few years, either, you know, sending a child to to school or groceries or to buy furniture. Um, has that, you know, considering that it's now evolved and, you know, now it's a commercial product and there's so many different types of stock files, are younger people getting involved in also taking up these kind of products? Uh, very often to meet you, a lot of us have the same memories that you've just mentioned of mm-hmm. our moms, aunts, or Coco, you know, meeting and making sure that things happen through a stock file. But it's been interesting to see how over the years, uh, 
the evolution has been happening. So we do see younger students, for example, working professionals coming together in stock files, and it can start as early as high school. So some students, for example, will start putting money aside for something as simple as registration when it comes to the um, new year. So we start to see that the demographics also continue to change. So it is still uh, female-led, um, but now we know that there's a lot more males participating in this space. And it started off in the African community, but now we've got mm. stock files of all races and all ages. I think what it speaks to is the fact that if you have a group of people that you trust, people that will hold you accountable, even if it means difficult discussions towards you achieving your financial goals, then it really is a great means of working or saving together to make sure that we can achieve our dreams. I suppose it's also um, increased that trust factor as well. I mean, you know, you know it used to be very uh, intimate. You know, it was people that knew each other and they trusted each other and they would pull this money together. But, you know, certain things happen over time and somebody sometimes can go rogue and, and there is a problem and everybody loses out. I suppose that, you know, now that it's formally administered in a bank and that these products are um, available widely, um, that it also gives you that kind of security that I am safe, I'm definitely going to get my money when I expect it. Absolutely. I think we've come a long way from when we've seen um, members of the community hold large sums of cash in their houses, for example, in safes, etc. Um, a lot of that money is uh, spread across financial institutions, which I think gives that level of safety to say my money is in a trusted place. And I know that when it's time to actually reap the rewards of being a saver and an investor, I'll be able to do that. I think the one opportunity that we're seeing, uh, especially during this lockdown conditions as well, is the important role that technology is starting to play in the stock for space and how it it's ripe for disruption right now to say, now that people cannot meet as often as they need, how do you still keep that personal uh, nature of the stock for that you mentioned earlier? It's usually your church group, members of your family, mm. people at work or people in your community. So what role can technology play? I think that would be a, a very key thing for service groups moving forward. But I also think another key thing will be how does um, engaging with the bank and not require you to leave your home? So mobile banking, internet banking, banking apps, et cetera, how are those going to be shaped in the future to make sure that they can accommodate all stock farm members so that peace of mind is always there um, to know that money is safe and money is growing in an interest-bearing account or investment of some sort. This could also work both ways, though. It could, you know, it could be a disadvantage as well. I mean, when we go back to talking about the gogos and the mums and the pups and, you know, the older community, is this is this also a bit of a barrier for them having not having that kind of access to that knowledge around new technology? It definitely is a barrier. And I think it's always a, a slow journey where we meet each other halfway. So we speak to a lot of our customers and a lot of people say, listen, I've run my stock for over two decades and it's very difficult for me to now move away from putting the money in the plate in front of everyone, therefore being held accountable, versus trusting that the deposits will just sit there along with all other members contributing. But I do find it um, very accommodating that um, the older generation still accepts that technology is the way to go. And hence, you almost meet each other halfway. It might not be uh, a factor of the older generation being open to having internet banking, but they'll start with something as simple as cell phone banking, because once I master mm. that, then I gain more trust, and then I can kind of, you know, 
go on this digital journey with you and understand what is possible. It's supposed to become very apparent that every stock file, especially for the older generation, has two or three members that might not be of the same age. And stock files are evolving doing that to make sure that those three individuals will push uh, the older generation forward and say, this is how we can do things better and this is how we can learn from technology and make it um, help us run our stock files more efficiently. Afropolitans, if you've just uh, joined us, uh, this is My Money and Me. I'm Sumitra Naidu, and I'm talking to Safiso and Corsi. He's from F&B, and we're talking about Stockfelds and the fact that they are still strong and they are still thriving. They are doing really well, and, uh, and they've become a really important product. Um, Safiso, looking at the fact that it's still thriving as a savings product, what makes it more attractive than the other savings products that are in the market? I think the feedback that we receive from customers is the fact that it's very difficult to save on your own, purely because, you know, we have good months and we have some bad months. Um, when you do it in the confines of people that you trust and people that will hold you accountable, you almost don't have the option to, to skip a payment and um, not go towards the financial goal that you've set out. So I think the, the group trust as well as being held accountable is a big reason um, why people decided to save in a stock file. And I think also in line with base practices, um, when you say you want the money to sit in a, in a separate pot that doesn't affect your day-to-day pots, I think that always makes it easier to know that, you know, if I've mapped out my budget for the month and I know a certain amount is saved for a rainy day via my stock file, then I can rest assured that I can take care of the day-to-day, but I've also catered for that, uh, for that day that may come in the future. And 2020 has been the prime example of how things can change very quickly. And hence, we see stockpiles now being able to weather the storm and remain positive in a largely declining economy. Looking at growing the money in the stockfold, I mean, is it advisable to take a stockfold as a good investment? I think when you speak investments, it's always um, having a variety of asset classes, for example, and making sure that your risk does not lie in, in one place. So a stock fund may be a really good way to help you save um, for a certain period or save towards a certain goal. So, for example, I might be aiming to have three months of my salary so that if a rainy day happens, then I know that I can reach those funds. Once you reach that amount, that money can be put aside and you can then evolve your savings uh, for something else. I think we touched on earlier in debates between saving for consumption, which has been mm. something that has been done historically, whereas groups now are starting to say, no, I'm actually saving for the next generation and I'm saving to generate um, wealth for the family and my family members. So I think moving forward in the next decade, what we're going to see is we're going to see a lot of stock farts actually asking for more access um, to capital markets. How can they invest, for example, in other asset classes that may include money market funds in shares? Um, in your ETFs and your real estate investment trusts, all of these options will start being more attractive as I think stockholders would have seen the value of cash, but understand that there's a a wider and a longer investment spectrum that they'll have to cater for in order to be um, fully invested. One that often gets overlooked is retirement, and I know it's usually very far away for many people to say, I'm looking 20, 30 years down the line. However, what we've seen as well is that um, when retirement age comes, we've got a lot of um, retirees that continue to take up a second, for example, profession to make sure they keep that income. So moving forward, I foresee that stockholders will hold less in cash, but will start delving into other types of investments to sustain their full length of their lives. 
Okay. So the stock felt, essentially what you're saying is that the money, you can save the money in the stock felt. And then once you have a bit of a lump sum, then you move it into an investment, depending on what you need to suit your lifestyle or going forward, what you need for the future. Correct. I think um, what we've seen work best is stock files are great for driving that discipline. So yes, you will get to the amount that you've got in mind and that you've calculated um, quite steadily. Once you've got that amount, you can then, for example, either as an individual or as a group, decide that now that we've reached our goals, we can then start unlocking other asset classes that we can look into and continue paying instead of stopping because you've developed that discipline already and you've seen just how you can achieve your goals quicker and uh, faster as a group. So I think the, the direction to customers is the Stockfile is a great platform and a trusted one that we all know as South Africans and, and on the rest of the continent. Let's use that to build the initial funds, such as, for example, a three-month mm. salary net. Once that is done and you know that we've got that, how do we then use the same stock file with the same members to then help us build for other things? For example, do I put it in a tax-free savings account? Do I put it towards my retirement? Do I put it towards something else? Because in, in that case, then you'll find that you're taking care of the immediate need now, but you're also making sure that you're looking down 10, 20, 30 years down the horizon and making sure that the same group um, mentality in, in saving towards financial freedom is actually realized. Sophie, so the uh, the the money that you add in the that you save in the stock fell, um, does it collect any interest? Does it grow at all, or is it purely just um, a product for you to store your money? It is an interest bearing um, mm-hmm. product, and I think we've always had this discussion with savings groups to say um, to save money is something that requires great discipline, but a great part of saving is also making sure that that money works for you. So that large sum of cash, for example, that I mentioned that might be in a safe or stored somewhere, Mm. doesn't work for you if it's not earning interest. And that's why we always advocate for a starting point to be a savings account where you can earn a good rate of interest and you can know that your money is growing. As you then look to other classes to then diversify and grow your investment portfolio, you can then look to shares, for example, if you're looking for the long term, because you know over a 15 or longer year period, there's nothing that can beat the performance of shares. So it's all about making sure that every point, the money that you worked so hard for and then have worked twice as hard to save is always working for you and is always growing in your favor. But then when you look at, you know, you look at savings and you look at interest rates and, you know, we have an MPC meeting this week as well. Interest rates have come down to historic lows. You you actually lose out. I mean, it's great if you have debt, you're paying off debt, but for your savings, um, you actually lose out quite a bit each time the interest rate goes down. So are there fixed rates? How competitive are the rates on these stock bills? I think the recent uh, rates decline that we've been on hasn't been the kindest on investors. We've seen how money invested, for example, three years ago, was earning a very different rate of return to, to what's being earned now. And I think this is the important part that we're trying to play as FNB as an organization to kind of relook the stock farm market and say, how do we do right by our customers by being there on a journey of money management with them and making sure that we get to understand what is required immediately for them now so that it can earn a fair rate of interest. But for longer term planning and saving, we have to put um, our customers in the best types of products which are going to get them the best rate of return. And that's why we're opening up or, or considering how do you open up um, 
share trading? How do you open up mm. buying of commodities? How do you open up money markets? Um, because it's those type of products that will give the best rates of return. And when you put taking care of the immediate need now, as well as planning for the future, then as a stock for customer, you'd feel satisfied that F&B understands me and can cater for both my needs now, but I'm making sure that I don't need to worry 10 or 15 years down the line. Do uh, those that invest in stock files, whether it's for three months, six months, or for a year or even longer, once they take that money out, if they're not putting it into another investment, if they're pulling that money out as a traditional stock file, would do they get taxed on that? It's been quite interesting in reading up on the taxation of stock files. I think the South African Revenue Service definitely looks at this market and understands that it's a very important way that South Africans save. So we as an institution, for example, have to then issue an IT3B to the stock fund members that says, this is the amount that we've collected for the year. Uh, this is the interest that has been generated. And it is shared with stock fund members so that when tax submissions are done, then each member can highlight how much they've um, received an in interest and how they've gone about uh, earning that interest over the year. However, from the... African Reserve Bank, as well as the Revenue Service, it also becomes very interesting because even though there's strict monitoring within this market environment, it is also noticed that it's a very important tool for South Africans to help to save. So even though we reg- it's regulated and well-regulated and well-tracked, it's not necessarily that all stock files are mandated or tracked down to the last cent. The government is just trying to grow this market and ensure that um, South Africans can find the right savings vehicle for them and from there can then benefit the fiscals. Safiso, thank you very much for your time this evening. That was Safiso Nkosi. He's from FNB. And of course, we were talking about Stockfeld and the fact that they're still growing and a really, really important um, product that you can take up to get into saving for your future. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. Kaya FM, home of the Afropolitan. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.